Hey, welcome to Property Science. I am Matt Kirshen, and just to my right is Andy Wood. Hello. Um, and we don't have Brooks today because he's still Thanksgiving somewhere. So it's me again. So Je- it. Jesse Case, the regular fill-in. The regular fill-in, a.k.a. Andy's roommate, a.k.a. the guy who came up with our theme tune. <laughs> yep, also yep. an accomplished comedian. In his <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. stop. Let's, let's, no, no more credits. They've heard it all. They've heard it all. <laughs> yeah. We've had some it's listeners right who were like, I even love Andy's roommate, as, as if it was like a surprise that this random roommate would be good on air. It's like, no, he's a, he's a comedian. He's got many more you credits are? than I do. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we should filter through right. some. I've just been, just been doing this for, uh, for nine years. It's, yeah. it's no big deal. No big deal, you guys. <laughs> By the way, for any new <laughs> listeners that are just joining us, this is uh, a week in half-assed science news. The people that started this podcast, myself, uh, Matt, and Brooks Whelan, who's in absentia, we all have science or engineering backgrounds, but we don't use them anymore. Uh, so we use the, that that moderate background in the sciences to... Did you to, say absentia? He's in absentia. That means... Uh, oh my goodness. We're it's starting like somewhere in Missouri or somewhere. People. Yeah, yeah. yeah get my gets heady. That's so heady. So we go through the week's science news and try to give you a somewhat, like we're probably more informed than the average comedy podcast on science. Um, and way less informed than the average scientist. But <laughs> yeah. hopefully funnier than them. So we hope it's somewhere in the middle. Um, you're just re-pitching the show to the audience. <laughs> That's exactly it. Well, so please tune in. Okay. <laughs> now give me, the, give, me the, give me the elevator pitch. Give me that all in like 10 words. <laughs> we got some new listeners after TJ um, tweeted about the show. So I thought you're, you're doing the thing. The show. You're doing the thing. Um, do you ever see, uh, do you guys see Lincoln? No, no, not yet. First, uh, Marianne Sirk is the Marianne Sirk so, is oh our guest. Yeah, we didn't even mention me. On the upcoming reboot of, of Best Week Ever, yeah. TV's Marianne Sirk. Yes, TV from TV's True TV. TV's Marianne Sirk. Very funny. Very, Thank you. very funny lady. Here I am. Um, no, I just think it's funny what you just did. How, like, um, when anything heady is happening uh, in entertainment, sometimes they will discuss the nature of the heady thing, even though that's not realistic. Let me explain. Like, okay, like, example. Um, okay, like I saw Lincoln. Uh-huh. Okay, and uh, I wasn't taken away with it, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of people don't know how politics work, right? Right. So they would have to explain things, but it's politicians having the conversation, so it would never. They would never have the. Co- yeah, they so would know. Like, they would have the information. They would Weird already exposition. know. So, yeah. so it'd be like Lincoln. You know, Daniel Day Lewis. He'd be like, "All right, now we got to get this up to a vote. Uh, so the way that works, <laughs> it goes to the Senate. Yeah, and there's a senator for each state, <laughs> yeah. and then, then, then it cuts to Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, animation. an animation. <laughs> It's like they're just explaining everything as they're doing it. Like a scientist in a lab going, we're going to need to use the acid, which is a type of chemical that burns things. (laughs) Yeah. A little exposition. Yeah, it's like like Star Trek episodes, you know? They just, and then then someone jumps in and says, like, like a balloon filling with air. (laughs) Like someone, someone jumps in with like a schoolyard example. Or like um, at the beginning of a soap opera when they go, Jesse, when you killed my brother three weeks ago. Like, right, right. I, didn't, I didn't forget that. That was my brother. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm never going to forget yeah, no. that. You, you killed my brother. I won't forget I that. I think that was almost exactly that in in the beginning of the first, you know, the the earlier Spider-Man one, because they just redid Spider-Man right. again. But like the first one of those, there's just the scene where he's talking to his aunt and uncle who just explain to him why he's living with yeah. him. <laughs> Yeah. Your parents died and you had to move in here. Oh, yeah, of course. That was the biggest thing that will ever happen to me in my life. <laughs> Every well, the, day I woke up point. confused. The first 20 minutes of Lincoln, it's so much exposition <laughs> that it was unbearable. It was like, it was like, a, um, it was like a school play. 
Right. You know, like he would just be having conversations, and in the middle, he'd say, like, because of the Civil War that <laughs> with the South. Whoa, 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 the war? <laughs> Break it down for me. <laughs> Break it down, Lincoln. Like, everybody has the gift of our hindsight from present yeah. day, kind of. You know, the everyone Civil has... War, the thing that I am remembered for. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. The only thing. Does he die in the One day I'll be on this penny. <laughs> As you know. <laughs> What's a penny? We haven't invented it yet. It's weird how they say Lincoln had a really high effeminate voice. Oh, you no know? way. It's, did um, Daniel D. Lewis embrace that? He kind of did, didn't A little bit, but, I mean, you know, was, but that was a lot of people's complaint. I heard people walking out like, Lincoln didn't sound like that. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, because of all the did recordings. Did like that? Because yeah. of all the <laughs> recordings in <laughs> <Right>. 1865. <laughs> Go to his YouTube page. You'll see. <laughs> right. <laughs> his handwriting is far more bassy than that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did he sound like... Low end in his Jesse! Cursive. Jesse! I just want to do <laughs> Breaking Bad impression. Marianne and I, we did... We were, we, the mic was we were recording actually so we could put out a bonus episode of just yeah. Mary Ann and I doing our impressions of Mr. White and come Jesse come on Mr. White Jesse bitch Jesse no we need to get more precursor Jesse for what all we do is clean yo I wanna get out of here our methamphetamine bitch. is 99.5% pure Jesse yo I don't know the the numbers or what have you Jesse okay Jesse bitch it's see as you can tell dead. dead dead too far what you... as you can <laughs> tell Andy and I only know one word I know yeah. bitch and he knows Jesse and I'm just ripping off so Richard Bain's impression we're just gonna say it over and over again yeah. a conversation it's... with two words dead why is mom dead <laughs> I just I can't I can only look like her but I can't sound like her oh like, good times like we're missing her. Anyway, that as an act science. just like looking like famous people right <sighs> I just uh, and I think he'd uh, look a little something like this and then you just turn around with your fringe slightly different <laughs> so you be Gus at the end when he gets killed with half his face oh I no spoiler alert <laughs> Oh my god Everyone's caught up now It's fine. But he didn't no, He no, said no, earlier I'm, I'm way behind But don't I'm worry so oh. fucking Can I swear? Yeah, yeah you can swear So sorry about that I just watched it today So I got out of my swear, brain But we don't spoil TV shows yeah. Shit yeah, that I am an worse. asshole That is worse than swearing Shit dude mm. And Lincoln dies too I'm just gonna tell you Oh Yeah 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 What do you guys think about Argo Spoiling Argo Because I knew about the main hostage group But I didn't even know about the second. Oh I haven't group. seen that I either I haven't seen it Argo Well it's history So is there spoiling if it's History, you know, can you spoil it if if an informed person would have just known? Well, let's right. Find out. Yeah, that's true. What's that? Let's find out. But they're gonna they're gonna. <laughs> well, they, they get back okay. If you know, so. well, they're gonna dramatize it in some. I mean, I I feel like you could have spoiled Titanic for someone by saying right, Jack, Jack dies. Right. Okay. Okay. But, oh, I mean, that's I, true. But everybody everybody wait, wait, is what? a real person in <laughs> yeah. Argo. Jeez. Everybody's based on a real person. There are no made up characters, as far as I know. So. I don't know yeah, anything but, about Argo. You're not going into Ergo. it necessarily really familiar with every single aspect. Right. Yeah, I, I, I just knew about the main group, and I knew that they were released on the day Reagan was inaugurated as a fuck you to Jimmy Carter. Now, who's Reagan? <laughs> no, what it, Break it down. Now, what is this? What is <laughs> So, where Marianne, are we? Marianne, we don't ask much of our guests science-wise. Uh, mostly they're comedians. You'll bring it ex- on. Exclusively. But not, it's only been 48 episodes. We might change it up someday. We don't know. But uh, we do ask our guests if they have any science background to speak of. So, what's your background in science? Yo, I cook meth, <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> somebody. Um, nothing. I just saw the Northern Lights. Does that count? That's, That's the type of science. Yeah. That's the Aurora. And I Googled it Borealis? and read about it. Yeah. Googling's another type of science. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yo, I'm into Googling. Is that my science? <laughs> I'm into the science of love making. No, I have no science background. I don't think. Zero? I'm like a girl. in school, you didn't uh, mm, take any... I believe I... Oh, I had a biology teacher that 
Oh, should we hold for laughter? Oh, uh, it's fine. <laughs> okay, oh, we can't, I had yeah. a no. I was horrible at it, and uh, I got made fun of a lot because I went to an all-girls high school that was uh, encouraged asking questions, raising your. Hand. I'm raising my hand right now. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, then when I thank you, and then I went to a co-ed school where girls remained silent, and that was like what they did. And I was the one that was always still raising my hand. Feminist. So everybody was like, "She's stupid because she asked questions." So then it. It shunned me into silencing myself, and I got She's I got stupid labeled she takes stupid. an interesting class. Right. Well, I did ask about the abominable snowman once, so I know that that didn't help my cause. But <laughs> this was in college, in high school. Oh, in high school, yeah. Um, did you ask like in terms of like what is his diet? Or? I saw a documentary that there was an abominable snowman, and I asked about it, and everyone was like, "She's so stupid." <laughs> So no, nobody Marianne, gave me a chance. I, this this might have to do with your science background or or lack thereof. I've been to your house, right? Right. I've been over. I've been. In, I've I've seen your bookcases. Oh no! A lot of books on magic, <laughs> Wicca, spells, that, and whatnot. That's science. <laughs> like can science we dis- of desperation. Can we discuss this? I want to know. I went through a phase, like a lot of girls did. I had a lot a of girls did. Head. A lot of girls did go through that phase, yeah. which is it's weird yeah. that that's like. Um, well, I was going through. I was searching for different religions in high school, and I was really drawn to Wicca. And then I shaved my head, kind of on accident. And I really should have been a lesbian at that point, but it didn't. It, it, didn't, it didn't take. Didn't take. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I was in. I did spells, and so I wrote. There was one spell where you had to write a guy's name nine times into a candle with a pin, and anoint it with honey, and light it nine nights. And by the ninth night, you guys, I blew out the candle with him right next to me. What? And we dated for a year and a half. No, that's not true. It's true. Wow. And I told him about it, and he goes, take it off me. Take the spill off me. And I'm like, I can't. I can't reverse it. And to wow. this day, he's crying in my mind. He's still crying over me. I dumped him. Yeah. See, when, you, when yeah. you say stuff like that, I realize that the entire invention of magic might have just been to cover someone's OCD. Yeah. Like, just yeah. I will write a name nine <laughs> yeah. times. Oh, well, I totally think religion is conditioned OCD. It could be. Like, totally. Believe, like, in, you know, the same way you can get conditioned reflexes. There's stuff. I grew up Jewish, and there's still stuff to this day yeah. that I feel like I don't believe in any god or any religion. Sure, but there's still things like, um, like in, in the Jewish religion, you're not meant to write, you're not meant to write the word God in full, right? Yeah, uh, because that that paper could be destroyed, could be thrown away, and then you'd be destroying something. And with you the drink name of the Lord baby's blood, right? Yeah, and we drink baby's <laughs> blood, and we we bake our matzah out of the out of the flesh of the innocent, uh, and, and all all of that kind of thing. Um, but and I've got over all of that stuff. Right. You know, and I don't control the international finance right. anymore. But yeah. I, but still, like G, writing writing God with a capital G and write, not writing G dash D, which is yeah. what you're meant to do. I th- there's still a tiny fraction mm. of a second where I need to get over the weirdness. In the right. same way that in the same way that I'm a bit OCD, and it, like if I sort of right. step on a crack in the in the pavement, I feel the urge to step on it again with the right. F- we've, yeah. we've discussed OCD yes, before, yeah, yeah. right? But I, I have those. I have that same kind of vague. Uh, yeah. Awkwardness, that sort of feeling. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. That's why religion. And it's just, and it's been. And my, my friend Nick, who's who grew up very Catholic and also has no belief now. Yeah. St- like for years afterwards, if he crossed the aisle in a church in front of the altar, I think you meant to. You meant to genuflect, yeah. yeah. And he felt weird not doing that. And again, he's sure. still like not bowing to a thing that but he that's, doesn't that's believe just exists. Conditioning, right? It's completely conditioning, I mean, but it, you're, it's almost identical to OCD, yeah. the same pathway. I feel bad of course, stealing of course. because I was Catholic. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'm like, I got to get over that. It's just some myth. Uh, I can't I co- covet <laughs> any oxes. Every, right? Yeah, every time. I, I slept with my neighbor's wife. Every, and time, I I, every time I kill someone. Right. It's like, and get over that. Like, that is religion. just religion's brainwashing techniques. I know, I know. Follow your heart. And I'm not even Jewish, but I also 
also have a hard time writing God with a capital G because that curse of capital G is a it's bitch. A tricky one, isn't it? Cursive. I've never. I, I, I find it weirder ago. that you can only write his name in cursive. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're allowed to print it. <laughs> like, and who think, writes I think, anymore? Your parents I think just God, made that one up. I think God only answers prayers written in Danielian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember Danielian? Anybody else have Danielian? No. No one knows. No. Oh is my that? God! Once they, again, Andy's fifties household. Andy's always talking about like playing, playing with his like aluminum wind-up toys. Like, like stuff that doesn't like match his age. Like leave it to Beaver. Right, like his parents raised <laughs> him vintage. Was I the other one here who was the neighborhood hey, champion uh, at, at Hoop with a Stick? <laughs> I was really good at Hoop with a Stick. Um, and Mumbledy Peg. Mumbledy Peg was great. Yeah, Those knives and Mumbledy Peg. Mumbledy Peg was a 50s era game where kids would like hold a knife on certain parts of their body and see if they can make it fall off and stick into the ground. Wow. It's like super dangerous. It's like lawn yeah. darts. Like this should not be a thing that kids... Well, that I, I remember my parents telling me that when they were at school... Um, if it was a rainy day and, and yeah. so they didn't go outside to play in the break, uh, they would give them mercury what? <laughs> just to play with. They just sort of give them these vials of mercury. Yeah, they tip them out onto the, the desk day. and just sort of play with them. Play I've, with heard them. Of cool. yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of that. And one of those children was James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you have a hook, a hook for a... <laughs> a young James Cameron? <laughs> Jimmy C with his mercury. <laughs> James, come inside. I broke a, I broke a thermometer accidentally as a kid and I was playing around with... It was a tiny little bead of mercury and it's super I mean, it's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. It and my mom walked in and saw it and flipped the yeah. hell out as she should have. But I was like, well, yeah. this is awesome. She's like, no, 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 no. That's really Your bad. Kids are it's it's because you're playing with him. it in her diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> like you think it's because of the mercury. Yeah, oh, gross. <laughs> she doesn't care at all. Yeah. Andy, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's today sponge diaphragm. <laughs> that's the grossest I don't even thing. Know the, oh, finding the mom's works. diaphragm was the worst. It was that's the a worst. real thing you found? That's, uh, Absolutely. Oh, the diaphragm. best frisbee game ever. No, it comes in a very weird case that you don't know what it is. How big is the diaphragm exactly? Like, Isn't case your family name? A case is my family name. Here's the thing: when I found my mom's diaphragm, I thought at first I thought it was a condom. I didn't know condoms weren't reusable. Uh-huh. Ooh. So here's the thing: uh, when I was a kid, I used to have baths with my dad. Okay. When I was like up to toddler, sure, you know, yeah, a very we all did very that. sure yeah. sure. Yeah. But I do remember his toddler's fifteen. Right? I do remember his yeah yeah, and it was your dad. Still your dad. Um, That's I do travel. I do remember his uh, his his penis. Okay. <laughs> being huge, I mean crazy, crazy large penis. From that angle, from, well, yeah, from that from that angle, and it's like you know you're looking down at it. Half of it's gone in your mouth. Yeah. And you're just, <laughs> ah, it was coming. I, I know. Yeah, I had there. to. I had to. Um, no, but I just remember that you but, literally but, had to. But, yeah. but then, when I got when I got older, I I remember like you know going to different locations from my childhood and it was all much smaller than i remembered and i and i right. remember thinking oh okay he's oh prob- right you know he's probably not swinging a, a slugger there yeah. it's probably just i was i was a baby right but then i found my mom's diaphragm and thought it was a condom oh. and i thought oh god he does he's got a whole giant <laughs> I don't horse i think that matters the size of a diaphragm doesn't no, but if it was a, no 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 a condom, if, I, if, I, if a condom on oh you know what i mean the then it's like that's crazy oh. that's like a novelty spencer's condom right. if, if that was the size so that okay and then that fucked with me for another five years can we just call your dad and find out how big he is now. All right, now I'm curious. Get it on speakerphone. Dad, (laughs) dad, get yourself going. Dad, this is important. It's for a podcast. Right. Well, that's science. It is science. We got on this tangent because you were saying that you went to a girl's school, then a co-ed school, and And that was my science. You learned. You learned to shut up at the co-ed. What a boring story that was. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm curious. Like, but but you think that co-education is a bad thing because it keeps women from. Indeed, I'll tell you. I I was so doing so well at the all-girls school. Right. And then the co-ed school, there's something to the fact that you really do 
you know, put your brakes on. And you, you girls, girls, this is why girls, the quote unquote, aren't funny too. We're not trained. We're not encouraged to be funny or smart. We're encouraged to be pretty. And that's yeah. it, really. And so men, there's none of that pressure. So that's why the pool is bigger to pick from as far as like brains and humor. Not that girls aren't smart, but it's not encouraged. There's no focus on it. But there's tons of focus on your appearance. So right. yeah, yeah, I mean, there's complete. It's completely uh, even from parent. My parents are yeah. It's complete. Adults. Complete nurture. Nature versus yeah. Nurture. I mean, yeah. it's complete. Um, yeah, w- women who grew up in an environment where that's encouraged, where the sciences are encouraged, do do as well as guys. Right, Absolutely. and they weren't yeah. for Absolutely. me. I, I was literally told to be quiet more. Well, they you know? weren't yeah. for the majority of the majority. But look what happens. You get into Wicca. You make I it work. I got into Wicca. You make it work. And you I cast spells. And I didn't need science when I've got <laughs> magic on my side. Yeah, because you could just get all the scientists you want just to come join you for the night yeah, candle. That's all I have to do: is scrape their name in a candle and yeah. pray. For was this was this brought on by either Charmed or that Faruzabalk Nevkam? Movie. No, girl. You know what movie, movie it was? Stuff? I'm way older. I think I'm older than Which all of you. Eastwick? No, no. Well, let, me, let, me let me keep guessing. Let me keep guessing because you're, okay. you're my age. Um, it's actually a book. I am. How old are you? You played with Tin Tag Toys. Yeah. Is it Roll Doll the Witches? No. no. Okay. That's a um, good book. It's a book, and it became a movie, which I was very angry about the movie. But then I loved the movie so much so that I've made a board game of it. The Crucible. Nope. But I saw that last the night. The book that That's became a movie that involves witches. I, I give up. To, uh, practical magic. Oh, I call yeah, Prac Mag. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was written by Alice Hoffman. Great book. And then the game, the board game I made. There's four categories. One is quotable quotes, where you have to like remember. One is um, reenactments, where you have to reenact scenes. One is Wiccan facts, which is how I got. I mean, it's a great game. You Who guys. plays the game? With Me you? and my best friend. But I never made a word key an answer key. So now years later, I don't remember any of the answers. I'm okay. like, what nerd knew this stuff? Me. <laughs> Uh, but I still have it. It was a kick-ass game, and I made it well, when your, I was twenty-two. Your, your book collection was quite telling. Yeah, when I saw it. Yeah, there's um, a lot of self-help books in there too. I know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm loaded up on those. I I went quiet for a second there because I was trying to find this story um, related to what we were just talking about a second ago. Let's do it. Dad's penis. Segway. Um, I I wasn't gonna. This is a story from a little bit ago, but we we've got a a friend of the show and an old friend of mine from university, uh, James Gilbert, who's now Doctor James Gilbert, who's a an entomologist. He oh yes, yeah, bug scientist, and his, his colleague. Uh, he he messaged me to say his colleague has discovered uh, an insect that has the largest pair of testicles on the planet relative to size. Ooh, finally! Is it Jesse's dad? It's a bush cricket. Mm. I'm afraid. Oh, it's a bug. It's a bush cricket, but yeah, he has discovered. Oh, I thought it was a human. No, it's an entomologist. It's a bug. It's a bug doctor. Yeah. So but I thought he was talking about a human. <laughs> it's a bu- I'm sick. You know, when, you're, when, you're, uh, <laughs> cat- when your caterpiller is the sick in the middle the of the night, like, who else about? are you going to call? My cricket's not jumping doctor. the way it usually yeah. does. Sorry, I just saw, yeah. the, I just saw that uh, Norm MacDonald moth joke doctor. clip on Conan. Uh, so funny. This is about a bug doctor. Never mind. I'm going to um, be a bug nurse. You, like, do vets, I wonder if vets would actually treat any kind of, like, what's the smallest thing a vet would bother with? I don't think vets will do invertebrates, will they? That's probably what <laughs> I don't know. Do we have any vet listeners? If you're listening to us and you're a vet, uh, email That's in probabilescience.gmail.com. That's a great question. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd be interested in that. I don't think you're going to take in your bug? jellyfish or yeah, your... Yeah, you just... Because I, I know... I, but they do goldfish, I know. Kinda. Yeah, I, but those have, those have spines. Like, anything that's, like, exoskeleton-based is not going to be treatable. Like, they respond to chemicals. Yeah, but what? You, Their lifespan is so short. It's if you're like, a vet and I came in with like out. a ladybug, would you right. treat? Would okay? I bet a zoologist might because they have to try to keep rare species alive and things. But I bet there's no vet who specializes in. Like, I would just switch the ladybug out, and you'd never know. 
That's so. Unless that's you saw a, the that violates the veterinary Hippocratic oath. Not the that's bug the doctor oath. They don't have to take <laughs> oh, that. Oh, the bug doctor doesn't. Their have bug doctor oath is just like do whatever you can to get <laughs> your bug, money. First, first rule of bug, bug doctor here. Is, <laughs> all bugs look the same. <laughs> take what you're given. Bug doctor. <laughs> don't ask any questions. It's a cardboard. It's a sign. one day course. <laughs> Online. Correspondence bug doctor. Bug doctor. Bug doctor here. The course is just called squash or keep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll squash your bugs. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. Yeah, just their downtime instead of like Mary Fuck Kill, they just play Squash or Keep. <laughs> name celebrity bugs. Squash. squash spin, the, spin the wheel. Keep. So this 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 insect is um it's the tuberous bush cricket and it has testes that amount to thirteen point eight percent of its body mass. Wow. Which is the equivalent of a man hauling around tire sized testicles weighing five kilograms. Testicles each. but not penis, right? That's just testicles, yeah. Penis. So I bet I bet its cock looks even smaller in proportion. Yeah. That's what happens to like skinny guys well we don't have to talk about this. Let's talk it about helps this. Them skinny guys skinny. look like their dicks are way bigger. Yeah. And uh, if you're with a look heavy who's guy perpetuating body image stereotypes now. No, it's a look good thing. Like you said, it's a good thing. To have it look for a guy, I'm like, you've got a huge. He's like, I'm just really skinny. Yeah. And then I've been with a guy that was really. But you're you're, you're saying that now men have to be really skinny just so that you'll. Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys should be in shape anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt, you were. What was the rest of the story about the? Well, they they reckon it. um, Bug balls. Its large reserves of sperm enable it to ejaculate in tiny amounts with a bigger number of females. So it's basically so it can just be like a super stud, a little bit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, a little bit Um, everywhere. And it. uh, So it's not. We're not talking full drainage here. Per right, he keeps he saves a little. (laughs) I don't know. Always something to give. My entomology terms. We're talking (laughs) full drainage. (laughs) Well, here's my my friend James actually quoted in this article. Uh, He he says. uh, Traditionally, it's been pretty safe to assume that when females are promiscuous, males use monstrously sized testicles to deliver huge amounts of sperm to swamp the comp- swamp the competition. That's not a good choice of words, James. Swamp That's the terrible. Um, our studies show that we may have to rethink the assumption. It looks as though the testes may be that big simply to allow males to mate repeatedly without the sperm reserves being exhausted. Mm, sperm. Re- That's the name of my next album. Sperm reserves. <laughs> sperm reserves. Sperm or reserves. just swamp the competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's the subtitle. Huh. Sperm reserves. So huge balls. I don't think I would want them. Yeah, for a number of reasons. Um, I could say that all day. Sperm reserves. Well, it'd be like you'd really have to worry about. You'd have to get a good rhythm going. Of walking? Well, yeah. Well, just well, uh, everything. Just sex. Like, you just like, use it to go. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's could, a lot of could, momentum. You that's... could kill someone with that. Well, how do they even do it? I mean, I, what's the bug What's bug style? I haven't seen dinner it. he has to buy for all that. those ladybugs? I know. I don't think bugs have good sex. Dinner, dinner, dinner. I can't imagine bugs would have good sex. No. Speaking of that, I just know, I, I was driving back from Las Vegas this morning where I spent Thanksgiving with my parents, and I was driving by this very small town. And I, I had this thought that I realized I've thought a bunch of times, but I'd never said out loud. And I tweeted it, um, tweeting while driving, very safe. And it like angered. Okay, I just wrote that. Uh, I said, does anybody else, uh, when they drive by a small town, uh, think about, wonder what the best sex that's ever happened in that <laughs> town is? Like how good it is? Of course I do. And then that's bet that funny. it probably probably isn't very good. I think it's better. Well, okay, I tweeted that, oh, right, and, and like a couple people just do. wrote back, no. no. Like angrily, like I I was being elitist or something. Oh, as no, if I'm, also, they get up to like the smaller the town, the weirder the shit. They yeah, get up to. you're right. See, that's of course, true. maybe that's they, true. They, maybe they, I spit, I was, out, they spit out babies. Yeah, I, yeah. I grew up in a small town. Yeah, uh, these people were porn stars by the time. That right. They, I mean, they don't look like them. 
But they're, like you know. Like you porn stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think, I mean, I just imagine, maybe it's lots of sex because of the boredom, but I imagine it's not good. I don't know. Maybe it's just like really condescending of me to think that. Well, what, what. We okay, think it's like well, only in New York or LA that yeah. they get the whips out. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Well, let's look at the opposite of that. I mean, what, why would city sex be better? Exactly. I, you know, I'm, I'm Well, because you know, there's I'm more to person. do, so you're more distracted and in a small town there's nothing to do. I think there's probably, but in a city, F. there's more resources for different types of sex. Like there's, there's more. Kinkier. Yeah, there, there are stores, and that you know, there's not going to be like a in kind the of city. You mean? Yeah, it, there's like small towns aren't going to have well stocked and informative sex shops. Right. They're not going to have. All right. Well, I will tell you just this: like one as... guy who sells butt plugs from behind his newsstand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that... There's certainly weirder sex in the cities. I would buy. I'd buy ratio wise. Yeah. I think there's weirder sex in the cities, but I will tell you this: as yeah. uh, as an old as an old road dog, uh, when you are in the middle of nowhere, staying at a motel six. Uh, the noises are a little crazier, right? Um, coming through those walls, huh. it's yeah. Not... You can play. You can easily play like sex or murder. Do you think you can like like tell... which of, which one's happening on the other yeah. side of the wall? Can you tell? My friend was having sex with a woman, and there was a guy, and there were feet under. Like he saw feet underneath the door of the hotel, and he was like, "These guys were listening in." And I'm like, "Why? Like what? How loud are you?" He goes, "Well, she sounded really hot," and I was like, "What does a not hot woman sound like?" Yeah. Like. <gasps> If somebody sounds hot, yeah, you can tell. I think for the most part, you can tell. Well, no, I mean, you can sort of tell. But I think the phone sex industry is entirely based on the premise that you can't tell. But what is, well, of course. That's a very good point. But what does it matter to the people listening in, though? What? What does it matter to the people listening in? I don't know. They were drawn to it. They were drawn to the noises. No, but what I'm saying is the the oh, what is we- the point? Whether or not oh, she was really yeah, hot. right. The guys on the other side of the door. She looks like whatever they want her to. Yeah, look like. exactly. Yeah. I exactly. thought that was. I thought that was a weird point for him. Though she sounded really hot. I'm like, How do I guess that means younger. Like, I don't know. More. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That kind of shit. Yeah. 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 I have homework to do. She's Mexican. 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 Mexican Japanese schoolgirl. <laughs> I'm having such a hot chip <laughs> orgasm right now. <laughs> I'm coming again. I just came again. Because I'm so hot. Again. So hot. Speaking of that, did you guys wear uh, skirts to your all girls school? Yes. Every day. Plaid, yeah. Skirts, that's awesome. I mean, I, guess I, I have no, I have no <laughs> opinion about Isn't that funny? I saw an actual schoolgirl the other day and I'm like, oh, Andy, put slut, that down. you know? I was like, they've ruined, like, our sluttiness has ruined an actual innocent schoolgirl outfit yeah, now. Yeah, right. No, it I'm is. I'm like, bad. oh my God. Yeah, I'm the same with nuns. Horribly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is hot now. But actually, when we talked about the, the, sc- uh, the difference in um, priorities of teaching girls, it reminded me there was an article that, um, that we were talking about at the at my new work about um, Gina Davis runs this institute on gender media research. Did you oh, know that? Uh-uh. And she just put out the find- results of a find the findings of whatever. There's a thing that came out press release about how uh, women's representation in popular culture. I mean, not surprisingly, but um, they have far fewer speaking roles than men, and mm-hmm. they have something like a tenth the number of women in movies or TV shows that have jobs in science, technology, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, what was that? I'm trying to find the okay. Uh, um, especially in G-rated movies, it seemed that there were few, far fewer female characters compared to male characters. Um, most people either didn't notice or said, "No, no, no, that's not true anymore. It's all been fixed." But um, they well, did this. I, I say the counter argument to that is that Arnold Schwarzenegger played a kindergarten teacher yeah. and The Rock played a nanny. So, yeah. Oh, well, it's like Hulk? that old was joke that, too, where it's like I can't operate. Was that Hogan? On this. Was that was that ho- the what? For the teacher, they both played nannies. They both played nannies. Yeah, re- um, nanny and roles nurses. are popular for professional wrestling. Ben wrestlers. Stiller played a nurse. 
in uh, Meet the Fockers. He was a nurse. Right. So but that was like a joke. But it's like that joke where they go, I can't operate on this son. It's my son. And everybody can't figure it out. And it's like, oh, it was a woman doctor. Right. Like, yeah. that's your whole society. Society like, doesn't view women. <laughs> I'm trying to find the, the full results of well, this d- article. Don't you find sometimes that is perpetuated by women? And not to their right. own fault, probably because yeah. it was perpetuated by their parents. But um, yes, it I mean, is. just just We're watch that way. Just watch toddlers and tiaras. Right, it's not the dads pushing them into that. Right, you right. Know? No, that's true. It's not the dads that I'm taught them that it. they want to be a princess. Right, you know. And I'm I totally find it completely it. ironic with the uh, little girls wanting to be princesses that the most like patriotic American uh, gunslinging people want to be something that's from a monarchy. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is weird. Like, I want to be a, like the whole pageant system. I've been watching Toddlers and Tierras all. Yeah. It's just just I yell things at the screen. Right. I'm just I'm furious, throwing That's my computer bad. out the window, um, flipping tables over. I just get so angry. Sounds hot. Watching the show. <laughs> um, but it's uh, spray tan yeah, just, everywhere. Just the pageant system. You get a crown and you're yeah. the prince. I want to be a little pageant princess. It's, it's like it's so weird to me. Some of the yeah. boys are like that, too. But. Yeah, no, the they, boys they, don't they sort of grow up wanting to be... Oh, that. yeah, they do, yeah. they do. Which is... Oh, really? But they don't sort of grow up wanting to be kings. They're st- yeah, they're still crowned something. You said boys don't grow up with that, you said? Yeah. They don't. No, yeah, they don't. That's not a thing you want. They want to be soldiers. Yeah, they want to be something with more strength or you're so smart, you know, obviously. I wanted to be an astronaut. That was my one. Aww. Yeah, I guess guys don't want power You said, oh, like, it's not going to be they an just, option now. <laughs> well, well, I don't think, I don't think really the women want the power. Oh, yeah. it's, it's to be taken care of. Right. Like, right. like every children's so book, true. every successful children's book is a child that didn't have to work for their position. And what I mean is, like, you look at um, you look at Harry Potter. He's yeah. just some loser, normal kid. But then he finds out he's the king of the wizards. Yeah. And it's like he didn't have to work to become that. He just was that. Finds oh. it. Kids love that. They identify with it. Or like, like Lord of the Rings. He's just some dude having a shitty life. But then the wizard shows up. And, and you're, sh- you're the one guy. Who special. You. Yeah. You're special. Yeah, you're the one guy. I think everyone loves that. that you're special. Yeah, because everyone, I think everyone, particularly when you're a kid, and you, at any point in your life, you sort of have moments where you feel pretty damn insignificant. And if you right. don't, you're an egomaniac and need to be avoided. Right. But, um, <laughs> but like everyone, everyone loves, everyone thinks, you know, that, that concept of, oh, I'm my life shit. But there's a possibility that. Right, but it's it's nothing that was worked for. I mean, there's obviously all those stories have some journey where you prove yourself. Yeah, they always but, have to prove themselves. But normally with innate characteristics anyway. Like this guy happened to be innately brave and he just discovered that in the moment. But I do But think, again, that's, right. that's sort of like, what if I discover that I'm really brave and everyone respects me for that? <laughs> well, I've just yeah, not been but tested I don't, yet. I don't think that little girls that do pageants want to be a princess so one day they can be queen and get gay <gasps> marriage passed. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. You know, they just You're want, right, it is all wanting to get taken care of. They just want pampered. Of. Yeah. Yeah. No, they want I pampered. think the worst of any of those stories is the princess and the pea. Oh, That's yeah. a horrendous story because you know this like the story is just the just the most high maintenance the, person imaginable. Yeah, she well, she, she sleeps and she, she goes doesn't complain. Yeah, she comes in, but no, doesn't she come in and she goes just goes I had I had the worst night's sleep ever. I had I, yeah. I couldn't sleep and then, and it turns out that Heath put a single pea mm-hmm. underneath twenty mattresses and she felt it. Do, and do she, you know what? Do you know what that's based on? This is a little history, a little science for you. Um, that's based on an old concept called uh, during uh, the Victorian era and syphilis and all that called a smother party. Ooh, um, keep talking. And what a sm- <laughs> <laughs> what a smother party was was when uh, someone like a duke or an earl or someone like that they were too sort of decrepit. Maybe they got dementia and they couldn't make public appearances anymore. It's obviously before television. There's no editing. Um, they they would they would just you know shit themselves at parties or what, whatever. Oh. They were just not good rep- oh. representers anymore. 
they would put them on a mattress and lay mattresses on top of them, mm-hmm. and they would have uh, sex or an orgy on top what? of the top mattress and kill them. So out with the old, in with the new. It was called a smother party. So they had that's to die not a real thing. That, that is a real thing. F-A-S-S. Google it right now, and that's what Princess and the Pea is based on. That's funny because I love. Oh, anyway. So when she what was like, I go. couldn't sleep. There was a single pea underneath. She actually means there was the murder of an old man. She, um, old man was the pea. She killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? I look, you guys. <laughs> she was murdered. I am not a grim historian, but you just said so much. <laughs> sounds sounds real like you to me. No, just, I'm not going to Google it right now. Just Google Smother Party. Google Princess and the P. Yeah, this yeah. is for your science I'm podcast. Bet <laughs> if you Google Smother Party, that will not be the first thing that Smother comes Party, up. Smother Party, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, just one of those adult baby people websites. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like something you'd dying. see profile on HBO's Real Sex. Yeah, know, this Smother Party Smother community. Party. Um, but actually, so the, the princess thing, I do wonder how much of it is the fact that we keep thrusting these things on girls in the media. Yeah. And I found the actual stats from this Gina Davis Institute on gender and media. They analyzed uh, almost 12,000 speaking roles on primetime TV and um, <laughs> a lot of movies also. Uh, one of the more interesting things is like speaking roles. There's so many fewer women at speaking roles. Like Of the speaking characters, only 28% wow. of them were women in family films. And that's um, so opposite real life. Thirty percent in children's shows. <laughs> real and life then, women are always talking. You can't shut them up, right? Um, <laughs> but the ratio of men to women in science, technology, engineering, and math fields was fourteen point five to one in family films. So it was fourteen men in a science-related job for well, every one woman. And women are mostly just wives and stuff, right? Yeah, on TV and TV, TV shows. Yeah, so I'm sure if we had more shows and things that were being that we're giving our kids that showed women in, in other roles then yeah come on did, they, did it did it study Dora how many explore. of those female scientists then uh took off their glasses yeah, and their hair really and shook it out. yeah. <laughs> well i'd be interested to know how much that corresponds to the ratio of male to women uh script writers oh yeah. yeah i don't know you know yeah that's uh walking dead we always know whenever i would watch it i hated all the female characters and we found out that there weren't a lot of women writers on the staff and we we're like they just had no doubt the men were awesome characters but the women were just whiny complainy yeah real two-dimensional just not yeah. appealing at all i'm not sure i'm and just loving... saying things like i put baby in my tum-tum <laughs> yeah <laughs> Put baby in me. I loved Walking Dead at first. It's it's slowly losing me, but um, but that's not science related. We should get onto some actual science. Um, yeah. Do you want? I can kick it off. Actually, there's a story that's been making the rounds about an island that was and and is no longer. Did wow. you guys hear about this, Jesse? No, no. On AOL, it's I kind of it. a cool story. Um, there was a, there was an island that had shown up on maps for a long time, and everyone assumed was there. It turns out it's not a thing. Uh, it's so a, it's on like Google. It was on a uh, Google Earth and on yeah satellite. Did photos. it disappear? It just never was. Maybe it was the garbage patch. Maybe it oh that floating the garbage <laughs> yeah. island. Uh, it's a South Pacific island um, shown on marine charts and world maps as well as on Google Earth and Google Maps, and it does not exist according to Australian scientists. Uh, this mm. strip of land was named Sandy Island on Google Maps, and it was positioned midway between Australia and French governed New Caledonia. But when scientists from the University of Sydney went to the area, they only found. <laughs> The blue ocean of the coral sea. I was going to vacation there. I know so much for spring break. So was that? Does it say whether the island was previously owned by a supervillain? Yeah, (laughs) it does feel like part of a J.J. Abrams. Yeah, Yeah. that's that could be part of it. If someone spun the wheel and Jacob and Esau did something, and (laughs) that show would have let down. Jesus, not to go off on that. Lost. I devoted my life last November to Lost, (sighs) and I lost my boyfriend from it because I never did anything but watch it. I really did. Was Mm -hmm. it worth it? Was yeah, it all because 
Was it all because of Sawyer? Was, was Sawyer your guy or was Jack? Yeah, your guy? Sawyer. Sawyer. I don't Sawyer's see. I don't get man. it. I don't see the Sawyer appeal. Oh, quick, I did. Quick update: Bad A Google Smother Party. All I can find is some band. I don't know where I got that. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know where I got that information. Oh, redacted. Right? redacted. I would be down to have a smother party is if there, anybody wants. No, I'm serious. Like I don't know where I got that information. So, so really? I hope that you you're not getting all. You no, I didn't. I, We're gonna have just a two minute long beep in the middle of the podcast. No, I I legitimately didn't make it up. We'll just talk like Jesse and. But I'm saying I can't cite myself that's what i'm saying so does it is there an interview with the band where it says where they got their name yeah Possi- possibly yeah. if we look into it really yeah but I, but i can't um i mean it might have just been that's i might have so heard funny. it when i was 15 from a drunk dude i don't yeah know. yeah you know what i mean i just did that like, with I, I don't remember where i got the information <laughs> yeah yeah if it's not online i did that with vampire weekend i just told someone i'm like two of the members had family members that died in 9-11 and they vowed to always have upbeat music I think I made it up because I've never found it. And this guy's like, I love this band now. That's such a great story. I'm like, yeah. And then I can't find it anywhere. So. I was really hoping the story was going, two of the band members had family members die to vampire bites. <laughs> <laughs> two, on one uh, weekend. In yeah, one yeah. weekend. <laughs> True vampire story. Attacks. I looked it up. This reminds me, I had a Spanish teacher in high school who was the king of, I mean, before the internet was as ubiquitous as it is now, there wasn't Snopes. So you couldn't just easily disprove. I know. So my, this one Spanish teacher was full of these things that yeah. you just look up now that are completely false. <laughs> yeah. Like the Ivy like Ivy League was called that not because of Ivy, but because it was Roman numerals four because there were four schools initially. I'm like, what would the fourth have been? I was like, Harvard, Yale, Princeton. What would the fourth? Oh, there's eight. Brown? But, yeah, I don't know what that, no, Everyone it was not Brown. that. And then the, the story about the Nova, the Chevy Nova not selling well in, in Spanish-speaking oh, countries because yeah. it means doesn't go. Oh, but that's funny. totally not, I mean, it, technically Nova is two words. Yeah, and there was another one about like Coca-Cola in China. Yeah. Was it bite the wax tadpole or something? It's just... But but, but it would be the same as, as, as implying that Americans or English speakers couldn't tell the difference between the word notable no, yeah. and the phrase no table. Like, no, we, oh. we can see the space. We don't look at notable and be like, there's no table here? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, like, you understand the difference. But yeah. No funny. Mesa. Is it, I, I imagine your Spanish teacher's like really into chemtrails. <laughs> Whenever someone talks about chemtrails, I am on board to listen. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Because they drop it like two minutes in when you meet somebody. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into it, you'll make it If you're it into known. it, it's your number one platform. Oh, God. We had one. It's your intro for small talk. Yeah. We had one guy like that. It was a Canadian comic who ended up staying in our friend's house for a while. And he, he yeah, immediately in with it. But his solution to avoid uh, being influenced by the chemtrails, he goes, uh, what you need to do is always breathe out more than you breathe in. Yeah, always. <laughs> and it's just, Change it's always, the way you function. Would you not know, mathematically doesn't work? <laughs> yeah. right. Eventually you're taking... He's always hyperventilating. The yeah, the internet has taken away your need for grandmas. Like, you don't have to look yeah. up recipe. You know, you don't have to call your mom and be like, how did that... It's just... You can up. hug the internet. Yeah, it loves you back. Yeah. <laughs> it always comes through the better presence. It is a little, yeah. it is a little racist. <laughs> it's just like grandma just a touch just a touch oh hmm. yeah has, has a surprisingly um robust porn collection <laughs> right it's more like grandpa andy with the with the spike yeah. yeah anyway back to this island i feel like we haven't done much science today i know that's sorry. okay it's no 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 fault. twist no, everything no, no. oh it's probably my fault no um so anyway this sandy island thing they're wondering how it got on maps in the first place answer they just don't know but they plan on following up and finding out according to google earth um, a map so, maker just messed up, right? Well, it's on satellite imagery. Oh, there's so pictures. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, it's by a sandbar. Duh! They, they, Who do I call? They said even as they went over it, I think that the depth... Let me, let me see if there Remember was... Remember sandbars? Um, I do. Remember that one time? 
Were you on a sandbar? I remember when you and I were on a sandbar. <laughs> yeah, scientist Maria Seaton, who was on the ship, said that the team was expecting land, not 1,400 meters of deep ocean. So it's not even like it was a sandbar. Um, they wanted to check it out because the navigation charts on board the ship showed a water depth of, yeah, 1,400 meters. Um, and it's on all the maps. And uh, the island would sit within French territorial waters if it existed, but it does not feature on French government maps. For some reason. So, so they just wow. discovered that the satellite had like a speck on the lens. Yeah. Right. There are so many there's islands. A, there's a moving island. There's an island <laughs> that... A, in the sky. There's an island that moves, <laughs> moves around on the earth. On your face. This is crazy. There's an island that's like the shape of my daughter's mini mouse stickers. <laughs> yeah. It's a hair-shaped island. <laughs> wow. Science. Oh, wait. And then also, they said a spokesman from... Um, the, I guess the Google Earth service told Australian newspapers that while some map makers intentionally include phantom streets to prevent copyright infringements, that was not usually the case with nautical charts because it would, 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 would reduce confidence in them. But that's awesome. Phantom that's a thing that happens. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a, just that's a little a cool, side note that we discovered from that. That's weird. Well, watermark. How, so how do you copyright a map, though? Yeah. I mean, that, that should be... I feel like space... Spatial things should just be yeah. public domain. Yeah, you're making up stuff, so it's a fictional. Well, you, it's that information true. that you've gone to the effort of finding, but I guess it's I mean, it's like a dictionary as well. Like, how can you? Then that's not an accurate. But you can map. copyright people's the exact wording of their definitions, but that's a dumb way to. But if solve that were that true, problem. I could still have my Google Maps, and I wouldn't be stuck with this shitty iOS five or six, or the new iPhone shitty maps that. Apple I've yeah. heard a lot about the Apple Maps, uh, but I don't know the. Uh, I don't know. Apple Maps. They're awful. The traffic there isn't as much traffic data. They have tons of inaccuracies. It's taken. From, what's weird is they took their maps from TomTom, who've been making G- maps for years. GPS. Yeah, maybe but it's just, just the interface is bad and it keeps. No, mi- but I think I think I. But I, then again, I, I I had a TomTom thing recently that I was trying to use because I got it free with a rental car. And yeah. it wasn't very good. I was amazed because they've been doing that. for... They take forever. They're always yeah. missing that street. I hate and it. it just kept trying to send me the wrong way out one way yeah. streets and that kind of they just had all the one way streets around remember Thomas Guides were you guys here in LA for Thomas Guides I never had to use a Thomas Guide it's like a giant oh. book map with page it was very complicated when I moved here they when didn't did you have, move here uh, 04 I was in New oh, York wow. first for six years city uh, I think uh, yeah, I think I did well by when I moved I came to came in at 07 and I was gonna buy a GPS and then just never got around to it right but that meant I now actually had to iPhone. learn where everything was in the city right yeah I think I've got a pretty good idea of I've got a pretty good internal map of LA now, but it's all because of my iPhone. Like if I right. moved here without that, I would never. It would take I, even years to, to your house. I've been here a few times, but I still Google. I still rely on it. You know. Yeah. I probably could still have to Google uh, Orthodox Jews, right. North Hollywood area. I told him yeah. it's weird to be here without being in a bikini because I'm always usually at the pool parties. Which usually happen on Saturdays so that nobody can use the telephone to call the police. Sort of <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, because you're sneaky. <laughs> no, we, re- we yeah, were, we really we thought loud. about that. We really thought that's about really like, we need, we need to do this on the Sabbath. You weren't that loud, though. <laughs> so that the Orthodox Jews who surround your building hilarious. Com- cannot complain. Right. We've had bands playing out back. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And the comedy show. We've too. thrown a few. We've thrown a few. Guys, we've thrown some, some doozies. Good times <laughs> but that's here. Just bros partying. <laughs> My friend was walking through. Is like walking. uh, It was snowing in London. She was walking down the street, and this Orthodox Jewish guy came out the house, and just sort of said to her, "Hey, uh, um, our our boiler isn't working." And she went, "Oh, that's a shame." And he went, "Yeah, it's been turned off." What? Oh, so so I'm sorry to hear that. And he went, 
yeah, you know, it, it, could, it needs to be turned back on again. <laughs> what, what was basically happening? It went on for ages. Oh, he she co- eventually realized coercion. To- he's she. It's it's the Sabbath. He wasn't allowed to press the button right. to turn on the boiler again. Oh. Right. Um, you but, can't ask. But you're not even allowed to ask because then Jeez. you're sort of asking a non-Jewish person. That to is the dumbest rule. That well, that is a job. Elvis used to oh do that. God. Elvis Presley. Really? Yeah, it's when he was the, the a Sabbath, kid. It's called the Sabbath Goy. Well, it was a yeah. He was a Goy. And he wa- Elvis was. Uh huh. It's yeah. It's a non-Jewish person who does the tasks in oh. the house that a, that a Jew is not able to do on the Sabbath. Can we look like nowadays that up? doesn't really exist because <laughs> you have timer switches and stuff. Like now, like the the friends of mine who were who actually believed in the bullshit, uh, they have a. <laughs> we're so intolerant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> do you think God's it when you die? I'd be like, I grew up learning this stuff, and it's boiler. just nonsense. But they have they have like these they'd have timer switches on all of their all, oh, all of right. their lights and everything. Uh, and, right. And there's various dishes that you can cook as well that you set at the beginning, so like stupid. slow cooking that you set at the very beginning of the Sabbath. Yeah. Wow. If you have tricks to get around your rules, yeah, then you're still Thank doing... You. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's all such not... There's such a level of double thinking We're and so trickery. We're so better than everybody else. But it's, oh, it's like it's insulting your God to think that he's that yeah. dumb, that you can oh, trick him. Oh, I guess him. they didn't do it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, know, knowing, I used to have but... a whole bit of material about it that my family did, because my family home is kosher. Okay. Uh... But my family isn't like so. We eat, we eat non-kosher food at the house, but the house is kept kosher. Wait, what? I know. How does that? For, 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 so they're like the no, house itself. The spirit of the exactly. house. Exactly. <laughs> so like no bacon or pork comes in and touches our plates or and right. makes them makes or them or else uh, uh-huh. unclean. But then we, we would we would order. Do you guys in. have Orthodox ghosts? Is that why you're <laughs> concerned? To well, keep my the house? my mum's reason for Please it. My mum claimed that it's so that if if more religious relatives came around, it oh, would okay. be a kosher house. But I think the truth is that they just. That's just what they did because that's what they were always expected to do huh. from when they f- first got married and had a house because huh. that's what their parents did and so on. But then they'd order in, we like as a family, we'd <laughs> order in like Chinese food or pizzas uh. with like, you know, pork chow mein or yeah. like, Hawaiian pizza did and you- <laughs> eat it off paper plates oh and cover God. the table in newspaper. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Saved, Saved your soul. I know, Saved exactly. Soul, like, just, the. the you're just trying to trick an omnipotent being. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's God. But that brings it back to what I said at the beginning. I think that's just conditioned OCD. I think that's... Yeah. It's fully... Because that's OCD behavior. It's like, very... the pork can't touch the table, but it can touch the plate that can touch the newspaper that touches the table. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. Juice. It's like the three degrees of bacon. <laughs> hey. Hey. And that's the end of anti-Semitism. Science. I think we've gone yeah. down this road a couple, a couple too many times on this show, maybe. <laughs> I know. Well, not that. Well, always when religion. I'm on. Yeah. Weird. Science well, and religion must be, you know, they're married. They're hand in hand, you know? Really. They, they go so well together. They're like peanut butter like and Like bacon crack. and juice. Here's, yeah. a, here's a little story about reasoning and thought process. Let's that do it. Linking in quite nicely. Uh, from a study, it turns out we... Uh, we are more rational when it comes to decision making, particularly decision making about money, when we're reasoning in a foreign language. Yes, I read that in uh, Psychology Today or something. Scientific you read Psychology mind. Today? I read Scientific Mind. And well, then, why didn't you? We said, did you have any science? I forgot. It's like an airport magazine thing, but yeah, I, re- I read that. <laughs> it's a uh, it, it's a study at the University of Chicago, and what they did is um, yeah. Well, there's a well-known phenomenon already in psychology that people people are more risk averse. Uh, when an impersonal decision, like, for example, in this article, they give you the example of which vaccine to administer to a population, uh, we're more risk-averse when right. it's presented in terms of a potential gain than when it's framed as a potential loss, even when the outcomes are equivalent. Uh, 
So we're quite irrational when it comes to evaluating that. We're, Do you think it's also because it's more simplistic? If it's in another language, then you're, you're not, it's it's more clear cut and dry, like well, these this are your is, choices? Well, this is what it, yeah, this is what it seems to be. Like it, they, they did the same study in, they found a, some native English speakers who'd learn Japanese and native Korean speakers who'd learn English and native English speakers studying French yeah. in Paris. Wouldn't they just be better with money anyway? They're like smart. They're like smarter than me. <laughs> because um, they don't know language. Just bilingual. <laughs> I think. Like, they're probably, that alone. Is- I believe they actually <laughs> tested it with the same people, but doing the test in their native language and, right. then, doing it, and then doing a different similar test in... I think because you have to dumb it down if you're in... In your- their foreign language. And it, mm. yeah, it looks like it sort of... It renders it slightly more impersonal. It takes it. Right. That's what they well, think happens in the study. They take. Yeah, because, because you're ha- you're ha- you're having to go less with gut instinct because you're having to re-rationalize everything because you're translating it into a foreign language. And- sure. Well, your native tongue has lost all its symbology. Like words are just symbols, right? I would assume for uh, for things, and we use words. I mean, it's like written versus oral. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a symbol for for what you want to accomplish or your try thoughts. to communicate or your yeah. thoughts. You know. Um, and I think we lose that because it's just, it's, it's been in you so long since Mm -hmm. you're a baby. It's just your, it's just what's going on. There is Uh a difference between, I've, I've never personally got sufficiently good in any language that I'm thinking in that language. Like the best I ever got was at French at school and even, and I was semi, I was competent at it at one point. I used to think in Spanish a little bit. Did you think in Spanish? Like I, I know whenever I was, I think I was pretty much always, there might be a couple of moments with simple things that I was Mm -hmm. thinking in French, but mostly. You were with somebody for a long time. Yeah, but mostly your brain's going. One direction. Going in via English on the way in. Yeah. Right. I wonder if that would have affected it, if they could control for people. I don't know how you would determine if someone who's studying, if a someone who's studying. Yeah. Another language. In an accent. If, if <laughs> I think in an accent. If they've crossed the line where they're just thinking in that language versus translating everything and then sort of processing in their own language, if that would remove the, the benefit of this. You know, mm. like if you, if you heard the question, like if I heard something in Spanish, I think I'm bad enough at Spanish that I'm, I'm, I'm translating word for word in my head back into English. So I might still have the original biases that my own language would bring to it. You know, I don't know. It, it doesn't really say in the article, but... I think like I think in Jesse Pinkman voice <laughs> all the time. You just add yo and bitch to everything <laughs> yeah. after someone says it to I you. Do. It's mm. a problem. But I think there's something to that though that um, it makes it impersonal. I mean, you're more if, systematic. If you learn another language, right. then you are doing those little micro translations, and it's sim- symbology um, because you're not. You're it's not, not going straight into the emotional bit of your. Yeah, body. you're not translating yeah. it back into an emotion. You're tra- there's a middleman. It's yeah. cut and dry. And there's probably less descriptive words that you know, too, so you can't put too much more on it. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, unless you're really well-versed in a second language, which I'm assuming nobody is. Who is these days? Nobody Nobody in existence. Not girls, at least. (laughs) We're just supposed to be pretty. And that's what's so great about being American. I don't have to learn shit. Yeah. English, English, English. Yeah. You learn our language. You're living here. Oh, uh, uh, you live in America. Speak you need American. to learn <laughs> What's the, Oh, English. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I forgot that was science that I read those magazines. See? Look at some look And at I've been in therapy. That's science. psychology. That's science Yeah. yeah what you, kind of therapy? You're downplaying Forever. yourself. Does, yeah. it, does, it, does it work for you? Therapy is amazing. Oh, but I've been going to art therapy. No, this is weird. Yeah. Okay. So I've been going to art therapy and I didn't fully grasp the fact that it was art therapy. Like I didn't really know what it was. 
literally went in there and there were crayons and markers and she talks like you know the Californian she really talks like that and she'd be like I was like I had a tough set in Ohio why don't you draw that and I'd be like what am I supposed (laughs) to draw just draw and I drew myself on stage and a person watching me and she goes who's that like she looked at the guy at the and I'm like that's the guy evaluating my show and she goes why is he staring at me she asked I go he's not he's looking at me I just don't know how to draw well like, oh I had a really similar thing I, I really why bad. is there a spider that's a table yeah. I, I, I went to a shrink when I was like 11 I started getting like panic attacks or whatever. oh yeah and it was this uh, it was this um, very flamboyant guy named Kin um, Kin and, like K-I-N uh, K-E-N oh, oh Ken okay Ken you know and he and he goes from the south uh, yeah this is in the south and he goes and Kian. Kian. And he goes, um, and there was something where like he had to talk about, talk, talk to my, my parents used to go with me, you know, when you're that young. Yeah. And he had to like talk to my parents about like, do I, you know, should I get medication or something like that? And he goes, so why don't you just go out in the waiting room and you draw yourself sitting in school. I know you have some trouble in school. Kianny. And you have trouble and it makes you nervous to go to school. Because I was getting like social anxiety. Yeah. And he goes, why don't you just draw yourself sitting in the classroom? <laughs> so I go out there with my crayons and everything and I drew it. Uh, and I came back in, and uh, is there blood everywhere. On no, parking? no, it was just it was just a it was just a picture of me sitting. It was like a profile shot of me sitting in a desk, and then there's a kid in front of me and a kid behind me. And uh, I came back in, and and he goes, um, so so why are you why are you smaller than the kids oh. you're sitting sitting on either side of you? Do you think there's something to that? And I just screwed up the drawing. That was all it was. Right. But like, but even then, a, like, I wanted, I wanted to appease him. Yeah. So I, I remember saying, like, I guess I just yeah. feel smaller. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it was just, he's like, mm. my parents are like, he's brilliant. It's Ken, hard. Ken is yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And I guess I feel like my hands are less well right. defined. Than right. Well, one, of, <laughs> one of my big problems with therapy is I have, um, I went to a therapist I hated for two years because one of my issues is I have trouble saying no. And I don't want to disappoint people. You need a therapist people. to help you break up break with your up therapist. therapist. Yeah, I need a therapist just to, to gear me into going yeah, to therapy with somebody because it's like, it's brutal. Like I can't sit I have a down good book and for you then. I can't sit down and tell them like, hey, I don't want to come back to you anymore. Right. That's why I'm in therapy. Right. I lack that strength. Yeah. Jeez. I got bamboozled into psychoanalytical therapy, which is like lay down on the couch, like Freudian. Every yeah, yeah every yeah. day. She kept going. I think you should come in two days a week, three days a week, five days a week. She lowered the price to five dollars a session, so I could. Aff- I'm like, I can't afford it, and she's like, I'll, it'll be five dollars. Oh, so, do you go to a sliding scale place? Yeah, but it kept How getting lower and lower. How does she make it? What she just kept bamboozled. But my friends are like, you're being brainwashed. You got to get out of there. But like a market trader. To the fir- yeah, I'll give you five dollars. I'm like, I can't okay, afford that. But I would you go for five five bucks. But it was to the point where I would, she would leave the room and then come back and she'd be like, How did you feel when I left the room? And I'm like, Whoa. Fine, because I got water. Did you? F-? She wanted me to replace her with my mom. Like she wanted me to pretend. Like I think she thought I grew attached to her, and she had to analyze. It was bizarre. And my friends were like, You got to get out. They're like, Have you ever asked what degree she has? And I'm like, I never did. I just started going and they were like does she have keys does she clean like they thought that she was like a crazy woman and then I started to be like what if I've been going to this crazy lady <laughs> she was paying the her cleaning five lady bucks. in the building well that's what we started to say yeah, but awesome. it was I've been to some crazy therapists yeah. too and art therapy it sounds like I'm going to a kid's therapist but art therapy and leaving the room <laughs> these, these all sound like the equivalent of when the substitute just puts just re- 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 brings in the TV on wheels right. and like, it's I did crazy. watch videos like yeah just draw something for half an hour yeah. and then I'll look at it and give you like five yeah. seconds of advice and you'll 
a draw for half yeah. an hour. Yeah, I mean, she back. has glitter in her right. office, and I have to use it. <laughs> it's not you a know? professional thing. We had a, yeah. a teacher who was also like, sort of, I think he was training to be a psychologist. He was like, he was an English teacher, but his he had like a sideline and a real interest in it. He was in the middle of going through the classes, and yeah, he he was exactly like one kid. Can't even remember which book he wrote a report on, but he just got the name of the main character wrong. Oh. It was like he wrote like Mark all the way through instead of Michael, and it was right. because he hadn't read the book. Like he was just <laughs> cheated sure. on the assignments. I... And the guy's like, "So what? What made you write Mike, Mark rather than Michael? What is it? What is it within <laughs> you that made you do that?" It's like no, the kid was just cheating <laughs> within me. Yeah. <laughs> just, is, there a, is there a, is there a mark that you've been attached to in some way? Is oh. there? Just... Uh, yeah, therapy teachers are the worst. Your teachers that are like think they're therapists. Yeah, and it's just like no, that kid just needs to be slapped. The kid <laughs> needs detention because he's just. Not- then you want to? I want to analyze everybody now. I, I went through phases. I was like, draw. I would make my friends draw things, so I would analyze it. Right. And they hated it. Are you good at it? You think you can actually? See I can do. I could do what she does now. Like yeah. I could be like, like if I draw two faces, she'd be like, "Why don't they have bodies?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I just that's not the important part. That's why she's like, so do you feel like detached from your body? It's your head is making decisions that your body doesn't want. I just suck at drawing because I, I was like sleeping right. with someone mouse, that I wasn't thinking of. Your mouse right injects your ass. ass <laughs> can't, can't, yeah, <laughs> yeah then just, I just do bodies over and over with no head. <laughs> yeah, it's like you draw stick figures. Like, are you? Do you have some eating disorder? Right, right. Yeah. Are you she's think? so skinny. <laughs> I'm supposed to have boobs or a stomach or anatomically. Oh, and then she died. Sounds like the worst art therapist. She's I don't know. She was confused by everything. Like, why is she green? Because I just pick green. You don't have peach colored for skin. I wow. drew I drew a blue duck because I haven't seen a blue duck and I'd like to see. Blue. Right. Maybe she's doing the thing like she's pulling the um she's pulling the Happy Gilmore where she's like just making everyone draw and selling the drawings. All oh, right. Like, yeah, we're gonna need something that's a little more. Um, more dark impressionist. If everyone in here could just draw this, <laughs> yeah. it's good for you. No, it'll be good, but uh, you need to do it in under 20 minutes. I got yeah. someone coming in to look at it. <laughs> Appraise it. I want to see, uh, what if a caricature artist is having like mental problems right. and goes to that therapist? It take them forever, what? too. Like, this person has an abnormally large nose. What does that mean yeah. about... <laughs> like, and why are they holding a microphone? Yeah. <laughs> I think I find it's weird that if, if you were an ancient Egyptian and you couldn't draw, you could just not write anything. <laughs> right like you just like couldn't write a book I'm like, me, yeah. me not good like, like you might have had like an awesome story but you yeah. suck at drawing Ugh, no so hieroglyphs for, for you you uh yeah. you just can't do that me bad at storytelling by the way we, on the last show i was working on they were doing a lot of like man in the street practical joke kind of things and one of them we wanted to do i don't know if it ever got done was uh to have a person uh, pose as a caricature artist and like just oh. be spending a lot of time asking oh. people questions like so do you like any sports or things do you like do you like to play tennis and like at the end of it they just turn around it's just like a stick yeah. figure with a talk bubble that says I like to play tennis <laughs> like something like that that would be awesome I would, I would that frame happen. that that's pretty funny yeah, yeah. that's pretty I funny like but just spending lots of time on it then at the end <laughs> yeah. I like tennis I break for tennis anyway we should get to one more story before yes. calling it a day I think um, have you guys ever heard of the traveling salesman algorithm no. no, the the traveling salesman, um, I guess problem. Willie Loman, that's death of a salesman. Um, so it turns out that that birds um, have sort of an innate sense of how to solve this mathematical problem that is extremely complicated Whoa. and not as intuitive as as you might think. Um, the yeah. so called traveling salesman problem was first identified in an 1832 brochure for actual traveling salesmen in Germany, but mathematicians only began seriously investigating a hundred years later when Carl Menger. And Hassler Whitney proposed the problem at Harvard and Princeton. Love those guys. Um, 
they discovered that the number of possible routes between stops on a map increases exponentially with each additional destination. So if you have like 10 different locations and you, uh-huh. know, you, you have to hit all 10 locations. Okay. Figuring out the fastest path to do that, you would think wouldn't be that complicated of, of, a, of a thing. You could you think you could probably write a computer program that would do that pretty quickly. Um, but it's really complicated and it increases with complexity with every new stop you put on. So, so you got to go, you got to, if you're the salesman, you got to get to these 10 different points, but they're all dotted around a map. I see. And you're just trying to work out the most efficient the way. The shortest like, route between each one. Yeah, the quickest way to finish your journey. Okay. And it, it's, it's a hell of a lot more complicated than it That's sounds. It's like right. doing road work, trying to figure out routing for road work. Right. And it's, um, well, if you, let's, as an example, if you have, if you have three at. stops, you only have six routes to choose from. You have eight stops. You have 40,320. Whoa. So it increases ridiculously oh, fast. Oh, I see. So, yeah, it becomes nearly impossible to account for the nuanced differences between dis- uh, the distance of possible routes. Okay. Uh, so it's hard to actually formulate a systematic way of figuring out what the fastest route is. And I guess recently some professor actually found a solution, but it's a wildly complex computer program, so it wouldn't really be applicable to anything um, practical. But then it turned out that um, at University of London, some researchers found that bees calculate the fastest route among flowers Ooh. with the most pollen and nectar. And they did that by setting up five artificial flowers in a pentagon shape and tracking each bee's path. And they found that every bee not only optimized its route, but um, it also visited the highest reward flowers in the shortest possible Ooh. amount of time. So it took into account also which flowers had the best yield. Um, and it seemed to accomplish... Uh, dog alert. Sorry, guys. Shh. What's up, buddy? Zip. Zip it. And he's off to what? What could he possibly be he's barking? Calculating his route. He's trying to find the route to to, to his doggy to be treats. Walked, which he's never been. <laughs> oh my! We God. haven't talked about this poor dog. We haven't. Uh, we haven't talked about our. Um, we haven't talked. It's not our dog. It's not our the dog. The reason that it's it's a sad state of affairs here, but uh, he just kind of lives on the compound and. Uh, what was he barking at? I don't know, I man. Don't. I he don't came, know. He he's... moved to Hollywood to become an actor, and it's not worked <laughs> it's not out, working. so he's just kind of here. <laughs> he needs to lose weight, probably. He's the, <laughs> he's the Kato Kalin of this, uh, of this place. He needs to change his look. <laughs> he needs to slim down. Anyhow, so... Um, That's so interesting. Well, they, they were talking about bees doing this. Uh, and then also these other birds they were called talking Clark's about Nutcrackers. And Clark's Nutcrackers did a similar algorithm... Um, when collecting the 30,000 pine nuts they buried in 5,000 caches throughout the winter. Uh, and I guess they use landmarks to remember the location of each stash, mm. and they calculate the fastest route between each bush or rock when collecting their nuts. Uh, even more impressively, the birds could use dead reckoning, an ability to return directly to an earlier spot without the use of visual aids. So, um, so they're still doing stuff that seems to be... They're making calculations with their tiny little brains that... Are beyond most. You think, or is now. it just an instinctual? That's it's their whole be. job. It's their be. their whole job. Either way, is something that. is calculated. But like, it's not a conscious thing. But it's a. I think it's a smell. Thing. Well, that's why, like, like homing pigeons. They've done a lot of studies with homing pigeons, and like, they, I mean, they'll they'll blindfold them. They'll take them wow. a thousand miles away. That wow. you know. But that's just. That, they'll I do mean, crazy that's stuff. A simpler and they'll just get thing home. than this because all it is is just kind of knowing your location. But knowing your location alone doesn't give you access to the correct solution to the traveling salesman problem. You know, it's, it's an yeah. additional level of complexity that we don't really understand. I it just, really, I guess it depends on first what these birds are selling. Right. Exactly. Um, Nuts. Well, I mean, that is that is the definite problem with them in that they are, they're much better at calculating the route than they are at the actual retail side of the business. Right. Yeah. Their, I've, ad, I've their had several advertising birds knock on the is door. really shoddy because I've yeah. never once bought anything from a bird. And bees, particular, like bees, have a real image problem. 
Well, they, they still, do. I do. Like, I, I mean, feel like they're <laughs> off-putting when you see them at the door. You know, well, and someone you, keeps stealing their product. Yeah, I know. I don't want to let them in. Like if if, a, <laughs> if I open the front door and there's a no. bee there, I will close the front door. Yeah, right. In I remember one of them showed up with face. a stereo and he played black and yellow. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, I, and I remember like, oh, that's cute, you know. And no. I let him in, but he still he Kitchy. still sung me. Stung yeah, because yeah. he's a bee. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. That's what, that is what I do. <laughs> He's my thing. Do you have a bug doctor? I got a cold. <laughs> hey, it comes oh, together. That's um okay. So, do they have any theories as to how they they don't they have actually tutoring um, programs. They said evolution must have favored faster calculating brains. The savvier birds and bees found more food faster and had more offspring, but the specific mental mechanism behind those I think it's just instinctual. I really do. It's just but like what, a, that, what does that mean? Eating like instinct? a smell or like I'm drawn to it. Like they've got they're built to do that. But, but they're, they're still built to do a very complicated algorithm. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but I mean, not, but you're you're still built to follow your instincts. You just we just layer it with different shit and call ourselves human. But, we look for food. What? But yeah, but it, like it's one thing being instinct. Like if there was just one flower, and uh, then the yeah. bee would head straight to it. Yeah. But what they're doing, what's what's interesting, where they're instinct alone isn't, or or rather basic, the most basic of instincts alone doesn't just cut it, is they've got these five flowers in a pentagram. They have different amounts of nectar. Sorry, in a pentagon, rather. Can't they smell uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they smell Satanic it? Clouds. And they they, they uh, wrote in the letter not, that nine times, nine kilos. Yeah, Wicca, Wicca, Light as a feather, stiff as a board. They have different amounts, and it, it's not, it's not Wicca, the most efficient. By the way. <laughs> um, have we not, tried so to develop not, a theorem to <laughs> solve the traveling salesman problem, and um, I hate to say this, <laughs> accidentally raised Cthulhu from the, uh, from the netherworld, but in bee so, form, so, um, you know, we, yeah, I mean, I love, I love, the, I love getting together in Geneva with you guys talking science, but this actually is a huge problem. Um, I, I feel like Cthulhu is roaming through the Alps right now. And, um, oh boy. We called, we, really... the, we called the Lovecraftian bug doctor. He had no <laughs> advice. Bug doctor. Uh, this, is, this is a problem. We, uh... did, I, did I say love doctor, not bug doctor? Bug doctor. I did say bug doctor. Did I say bug doctor? Did I say but, love bug doctor. Yes, Herbie. But this is where it's uh this is where it's confused because it's not just going from one to the next to the next nearest to the next nearest. It's, it's working on the most efficient path, yeah. and that's something that we don't know how it's doing it. I think the answer is he just does it, <laughs> as you've told us many <laughs> yeah. times. Yes. It's just what he does, you guys. Why is it so hard for you? And the moon just sits there. The moon's just there. We don't yeah. need to worry about the moon being exactly. there. Exactly. The moon is a gravity. Whatever. Why do you guys have to question? And five things? plus five is ten, just because it is. Just because <laughs> salesmen just need to call their travel agent. That's how you get places fastest. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Well, actually, that's a, that's probably about time that we should wrap things up. Yeah, um, but we didn't. Get a chance to, we usually do a speed round of uh, of uh, asking you some Let's science. Let's do, do the science quiz. We have time for the quiz. Oh, I don't know if we do. Real quick, fa- what's your favorite scientist? Uh, Galileo. G- least favorite scientist. <laughs> uh, Doctor Oz. That's a very good answer. That's a very good answer. Uh, your favorite Australian animal? <laughs> Kangaroo. Nice favorite uh, constellation. Oh, I like I like the Dippers. I know tacky, but. What was the coolest experiment you were involved in in school or in life? Scientific? Sure. Yeah. Or anything. Bubble. Really. The giant bubble thing. I used to make them all the time. The giant bubble thing. Oh, the ones that you can sort of step through. Yeah, or... I ruined my lawn with it. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. as bad for grass? 
Uh, the amount I did it, yeah. I was bubbling all the time. Too much I was good at it, though. So you're like, Marianne's got a bubble problem. She's a bubble, <laughs> bubble fetish. It's the hottest fetish ever. <laughs> your the cutest, have... most adorable fetish in the world. Your parents have to sort of sit you down and go, yeah, the lawn be worried was about ruined. Because <laughs> I, I put glow stick juice in it, too, to make it glow in the dark. But Oh, that works. The, bu- what? the bucket glowed, but the bubble didn't have enough stuff Right. So, but it was a cool idea. Oh, that's a great yeah, idea. That's a great I was idea. Like kind of a tomboy. If you could do that in at Burning Man, you'd be a hero. That's like you a Tom Tom Raver. Glow. I don't know. Right. What kind of- <laughs> I was like eight, <laughs> right. and I make rocket ship model rockets. Oh, cool. I, yeah. that. That. I recently went to a hobby shop to look for it, but I was like, "This is stupid." I thought it was more complex. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Why it do is- you guys ask so many questions? Please <laughs> 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 just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you the, they just the know guest, the, the thing. guest who has been most against our. <laughs> Scientific Our questioning theorems. of things. <laughs> just deal with it. That's how it's it is. It's just the way it is. ABC. What? What is your What is your favorite speed round? Speed round. What is your favorite element? Water. What? Okay, that's not an is element. Compound? compound. Oh, like a hydrogen or oxygen. You could go with one yeah. of those from within that. Hydrogen. hydrogen. I'm a cancer. Excellent. Water's an element in the kind of Captain Planet sense. <laughs> hydrogen. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, water, Earth, fire. Yeah. Spirit. Element is like silver, copper, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yes. Then I choose those whatever. Are, yeah. Um. Um, 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 what is the last oh what's the largest explosion you've ever been a part of or mm. been responsible for or seen mm. uh, my boyfriend's ass after eating Mexican yeah! no I don't know that's probably it <laughs> I don't think I've ever witnessed a real like firecrackers like when we light those you never did any uh, like uh, vinegar and baking soda bombs or any uh, mm, no, no. Those girls don't really I comment on world's illness too much to princesses the, don't yeah no I'm not a prince I was never that but fireworks yeah like stuff like that nice. yeah I never made I tried no I tried to make my own cloud but that didn't explode you made your what? own cloud how did you what is yeah that? it's a thing you find oh is it like in a sort of container like in a glass yeah right uh, Fred Willard from the Today Show did it and I made my mom tape it so I could copy it that was my only experiment mixing things so Fred Willard wait remember the weather guy his name was Fred, Is that Fred Willard? Willard or no. Willard Scott? Willard Scott. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy who would, Sorry. Who would, who would yeah. like Happy put birthday. your picture up yeah. if you were 100. He used to be the weatherman. Right, right. right. Back. Fred yeah. Willard's yeah. the like. Fred Willard's imp- the funny guy the that jerked off. The improv genius that jerked off. Yeah. yeah. But I still knew what you said, but I was like, I guess, are there two guys named Fred Willard? I kind of thought that Fred were... Willard's Fred Willard Scott. Fred Willard Scott is a good, uh, a good uh, what would he call it? He's a funny jerking off weatherman. <laughs> Fred Willard Scott. Um, portmanteau. That's what that would be, right? What is it? A portmanteau when the oh, forget it. Doesn't matter. You mean a? Um, I'm, I'm bringing this thing. I'm putting the brakes on Kibosh. this thing. Back. No, you're not. Here's science. the problem. I I apologize about my my part on this show. I came in too hot with this green tea. I came in. I came in <laughs> too fired up. Fired up. No, I came that. in too fired up with that. the with the caffeine. He had green tea, and then Andy's drinking a Coors Light. Matt That's and I had green thing. tea, like like good good people. My excuse, <laughs> like good my excuse is three hours of sleep and then driving back from Vegas this morning. Well, you've excuse. got excuses. I got nothing. Yeah. Um, by the way, <laughs> I, I think it's always good to coffee. finish a show with an excuse. Yeah, you should always do that. Always just I ruined it. Like, let's go around the table <laughs> why we ruined it, and then let's draw a picture <laughs> of what we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marion, what do you have coming up? Um, well, I'm on World's Dumbest every Thursday night on True TV, and I'm going to be doing the um, Best Week Ever. That's going to be airing. And then uh, hopefully more army tours. Uh, well, we didn't even talk about that on air. Yeah, you just got that's, well, that's why you saw the Northern Lights. Though. I saw you the Northern Lights. Yeah, it was so cool. I did. You know, I thought the Northern Lights were just going to be like a thing in the air, frozen. I wasn't expecting them to go. 
boosh, 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 boosh. Oh, they're crazy. Swooshes and splashes. Yeah, really? and I didn't know that. Green. Right now, they're all green because this season, it's green. And then it turns more <laughs> colorful. Green That's is the new northern light. Yeah. This season, it's in. It's so hot right now. Yeah, yeah. it's wow. super hot. God decided that green is what it's going to be. It changes and it gets more colorful later. But um, it was it was fascinating. It was wow. awesome, yeah. That's very cool. And people uh, cool who want to follow you on Twitter? Or? Yep. I think it's at, in my name, which is tough to spell, at Marianne Sear. But if you if you Scary Google anything that kind of goes anything vaguely close to that, it'll come up with you. For sure. So Maybe just S- just I- Google... S I E R K, but just it's, rolls it's the right same off my name. Like if you Cirque. kind of Google something that's vaguely close, sure. you'll get. Did you mean because no one else? Marianne Sirk, M A R I A N N E. I need to change my name, but yeah. if Arnold Schwarzenegger can make it, can make it. I can make it. What is it like? Like Maggie it's Shazam? German. I'm German. This is German. German Polish. That's a good name. No, I think it's a great. Name. Don't change. It's very it. harsh. You yeah. have to hurt your throat. Sirk. It's a little higher. Sirk. Sirk. Yeah. Wow. Is that right? Did I get it? Yep. <laughs> the high seats. <laughs> when do, when's the best week ever premiere? That starts in January. And so. you already taped. Uh, no, we, we haven't really or? kicked off yet. We just did the pilot, but so it'll start. In okay, yeah. yeah. Weekly. I, I bombed that audition so hard. Everyone did. I felt like I did too. My jokes were too dark. It was not good. Really? I see. Don't take this personally, but I can't see you on Best Week ever. No, I, I know. Can. I, can I know. See you as talking Dude, I, could, I would love to see it. I, 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 I would see. love to see it. But I, I think you have a great so look. Yeah. I totally see you at it. Not the look. I'm saying the content of the joke. The problem is that yeah. the look is what gets You're the gig, snarky. right? I don't no, know. not I not meaning it. you've got to be like Mr. Muscle Man, hot guy. You've just got to have a specific like. Oh, he's that guy. And I don't know if I'm that much that person. guy. Well, you're well, you saying have to you be don't something. even. I'm between be that guys. I'm trying to grow up a little. I'm trying to tone down like dude that looks homeless. So like I'm between guys right now. That's the problem. I'm not saying look. I'm saying the look has to match the voice, the point of view. You have to have a very specific point of view. Like I, I, I find it very hard to have a point of view about Miley Cyrus. Like, right. No. Yes. You, that's, that's your point of view that I don't care about her and I, I want her to die. That's a point of view. It's great. I don't know. There's room for that. That's actually uh, the show that I'm working on is also premiering soon. So I wanted to plug that. You guys should watch uh, Whitney Cummings' new show, Love You Mean It, on Wednesday at 10:30 on E. And she's actually got a good attitude about this stuff. Like she she is suggesting a lot more segments that are sort of like, why do we care about this? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, she's oh, got you're a great writer point of view. It? No, or are um, you Whitney? No, no. I yeah, am. Andy is going to be playing Whitney Cummings in the new series. So. <laughs> Love you, mean it. Is it like a Love clip you mean show? It. It's no, it's a talk show. It's, oh, it's under Chelsea Handler's production company. It's uh, mm-hmm. going to be right before Chelsea on Wednesdays. Okay, and yeah, it's it's a really cool. We got lots of field correspondents, like comedians that are going to be out on the cool, road doing fun. field pieces, and yeah. then um, really interesting segments. Like she she's tr- try, kind kind of trying to sneak in more subversive, even like feminist stuff on, right. e, on E, and we'll see if that actually takes hold. But um. It's really funny. I mean, the writers, Karen Kilgara from Mr. Show is the head writer. Super oh, funny stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think, I like I think it's going to be really good. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm people will watch it right. on Wednesday. Yeah. Check yeah. that out on Wednesday. And follow Marianne on Twitter and follow us and email us with any uh, propertyscience at gmail.com. And for, and for bikini photos of Marianne in our pool, you just email right. me or Andy. Oh, yeah. Those are horrible what? photos. I was like making the weirdest faces. Just email Andy or I and we'll I get like you those him. right just away. Just take the face <laughs> off. <and> yeah. <laughs> we'll set up, we'll set up some sort of PayPal. <laughs> yeah. oh, also, this is, our last, this is our last podcast to plug Movember. This is oh, the right. last time. Yeah, so go go on go on go into a Property Sciences Tumblr page and you'll find the links to mine and Andy's November and pictures of Just us with mustaches. Click on the Great. face of the person that you like better as a mustache wearer. Aww. And donate on their behalf. Last week I had zero dollars. Guess, guess, guess how much money I have now? What? Five dollars. Do you know who mustache. that was from? It was from a friend of yours. It was from my girlfriend. Oh my girlfriend. Oh, oh, that's so cute. 
Aww. And she called me her second favorite, probably scientist after Brooks. Andy, yeah. I am totally <laughs> donating something to you. And if you donate, actually, uh, TJ Miller will will, will, will match my we'll donations, match but not okay. Matt's. So yeah, not so to influence He'll you. match oh, it up great. to $100. So up you're, $100. you're, you're on 10 now. $10. If TJ's good to his bed. I can't believe nobody. Okay. I'll anyway. donate. I owe Lizzie Cooperman $500, but I will still donate to you. Well, it's not to me. It's for men's health. In your name. Yeah. Jesse, what do you got coming up? Um, nothing, man. Come on, dude. I, I don't have a lot going on. I'm, I'm working on a new web series thing right now. There's um, something? I'm going to have a thing. I'm doing something with your roommate, yes, actually. Yes, Claudia, gingerbread. Uh, we're doing that thing coming out soon. Fun. So I'm going to have some new sketches up. Um, that's it. Um, oh, I've just remembered if I'm anywhere, if anyone of our listeners are anywhere near Tallahassee, I'm there on the 7th of December. What club? Ah. It's it's something that's part of the college, something part of uh, FSU, I think, but okay. it's open oh, to the public college. as well. Okay, awesome. But I think members of the yeah, non-students can as well. I don't know. I think um, yeah. If you just go to my Twitter or my Facebook, I'll have because I've got stuff around LA. I've got that pleasure chest show, and I've, I've got like a holy fuck coming up or something. Um, but then yeah, I'm just back home for the holidays, so I'll probably be up at Zany's in Nashville. Yeah, you guys are listening. I'll, I'll be there, uh, and that's all I got. Great, nice. Thank you for joining us, guys. Thank you. Great. Thanks, bitch. Oh, uh, oh, hang on. <laughs> Question and comment, comment, and like any positive ratings or anything oh, like that yes. on iTunes. Please oh, comment, to say that. review in iTunes. We would appreciate it, and we will see you next week. See you then. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.